You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. In conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Tonight as a church body, we're participating in a very sacred event. The ordination, the laying on the hands the ordaining of a man for ministry. 1 Timothy chapter 5 says, lay hands suddenly on no man. And what he was saying was, don't be quick in laying hands on somebody to set them apart. The Bible says that, uh, that the, the pastor, the elder, the bishop uh, should not be an, a novice. And with that, in not being a novice, without experience, there is, there is uh, a, such a great potential of injury and being overthrown. And so tonight, uh, we are going to uh, recognize uh, Brother Sonny Havens, uh, the faithful men. We did have an ordination council yesterday, and with that, uh, the... the uh, uh, questioning of his doctrine, his faith, uh, and, and with that also uh, the confidence that we have in, in this man because we've watched him, and what a blessing that that is. And Brother Sonny was on the, the pulpit committee uh, when I came uh, to Bible Baptist, and now here, uh, these years later, uh, now he is, is being uh, ordained for ministry. And what a blessing that that is. You know, God gives gifts. Every believer has been given gifts. Amen. Romans 8 9, the Bible says, But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And the Spirit of God uh, indwells the believers. And that Spirit that indwells us also gives us gifts. Uh, for his service. Romans 12, 4. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. Having then gifts, differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith, or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth, on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. 1 Corinthians 12 also lists the gifts uh, that are there, the spiritual gifts. And the Lord doesn't want us to be ignorant of those spiritual gifts and that gifting. But Timothy here was ordained uh, by the elders, the presbytery, uh, and he received an enabling gift from God, an empowering 
so he could accomplish God's work. And God's work cannot be accomplished in the arm of the flesh. It can't be done. And there, there are people that can attempt to work in the flesh, but what we find is a result of flesh. And, and here, as we lay him aside for ministry, it is, it is our plea that God's spirit, God, God's power will be on you as you serve. And that it will not be in your own strength and in your own power, but in the power of God. Father, I pray that you'd bless uh, these few moments. You have, you have blessed us beyond measure in so many ways. Uh, Lord, it's, a, it's an honor to be able to preach the Word of God. It's an honor to be able to be a part of ministry. It's an honor to be able to be a part of setting a man aside for ministry, to be able to serve you. And we do pray that your hand of blessing uh, would be upon Brother Sonny and Miss Haisha. I pray that you would use them uh, as only you can, as vessels in your hand. And so I pray that you would just help us uh, to be an encouragement uh, to them. And so bless now this time. For Christ's sake we pray. Amen. In verse number 14, 1 Timothy chapter 4, and verse number 14 Go ahead and go there, 1 Timothy 4, verse 14. The Bible says, Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. And with this, he starts off, as he's talking to Timothy, the Apostle Paul, he said, Neglect not. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. And God is the one who gives the gifts. And with that, uh, you, you are not to neglect that gift. Uh, amileo is the word, and it's uh, to not care about, to feel no concern or interest for. Uh, God, God puts uh, a gift in you, and you have to care for that gift. Uh, you have to not neglect that gift that God has given. Uh, the Bible says in, Re in Romans eleven twenty nine, for the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. Amen. They're without repentance. And I have been uh, in ministries where people who are once in ministry, pastors, uh, evangelists, missionaries, uh, they went back on their call. And, and with that, uh, the Bible says, neglect not the ministry, uh, neglect not the, the gift that is in thee. And that can happen to anybody. And that is, if you are not going to neglect it, that means that you have got to keep your focus on the gift and the calling of God in your life. And God's call in your life cannot be secondary to anything. It can't be secondary. Uh, God is a jealous God. Uh, and God, God wants our undivided uh, attention here. And so with this, uh, Paul uh, writing to Timothy, and he tells him to neglect not the gift uh, that is uh, in thee. And, and with that, uh, we, we want to make sure that we recognize that importance of understanding uh, what God is doing. So neglect not uh, the gift. Neglect not the call. Neglect not the gifting giftings of God in your life. So uh, you can't uh, uh, just disregard them. Uh, but it doesn't mean that just because there was a gifting, that that gifting is where it needs to be. Uh, 
It needs to be grown. It needs to be sharpened. Uh, we have people that are, are, their spiritual gift is teaching, uh, but that doesn't mean that they are a good teacher. It has to be a gift that has to be developed. It is that natural inkling that God has given to them, the natural gifting, but there has to be uh, learning and understanding and teaching on how to build uh, upon that gift. And so neglect not the gift. And tonight, there isn't anybody that's here pressuring you about this gifting. There's nobody pressuring you to go into ministry. The longer I'm in ministry, the more inclined I am to talk somebody out of it. Because if I can talk them out of it, then God wasn't in it. Because the call of God on a life is going to bring some battles your direction. You will be in a crosshair. And with that, you better understand that that call you know that it's God's call. And if it's God's call, then now you don't have to wonder if you made a bad decision of going into the ministry. There is no greater place than being in the middle of God's will. But that doesn't mean that it's easy. And when those trials come and when those battles come, you have to know that you are where God wants you to be. Otherwise, you will second guess every decision there will never be that confidence that you are where God wants you to be. And so with that, uh, you have to have, have that confidence that it's, it's God that has called you uh, into the ministry. Uh, and if God has called you, then God will keep you. And he will keep you, and he will keep your family, and he will keep your ministry. Uh, why? Because it's what God has called you to do. It all belongs to Him. So with that, when He says, neglect not the gift that is in you, uh, you have to uh, be very cautious to nurture that gift. You have to be very cautious to nurture the calling of God. Uh, how do we do that? First Timothy 4, verse 15, he said, Medi meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them that they, thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. So here we see that neglect not. Don't, don't neglect that gift. Uh, but if we are not going to neglect that gift, uh, how are we going to do that? We've got to take heed. Take heed. Uh, take heed, uh, he said, uh, unto thyself. Take heed unto thyself. And that means that you have to care for your soul. You know, and that's all of us. You have to care for your soul. We have to be on guard. Keep thy, keep thy heart with all diligence, the Bible says. But here when he's talking to the pastor, he's talking to the preacher, he's saying, take heed uh, unto thyself. Uh, the word take heed is to keep, to watch over, to guard. And you've got you've to guard yourself. Your people will love you, but they won't take heed to your soul. You're there for their soul. And though they love and though there is that, that admiration and there, though there is that support, they come to the preacher for help. 
They come expecting you to give them what they need so their soul can be what it's supposed to be. So you've got to take heed to thyself. You've got to make sure that you are guarding your soul. Psalm 142, uh, we see how uh, David uh, here, as he was serving the Lord, he was, uh, he was being hunted. Uh, he said, I cried unto the Lord, Psalm 142, 1. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, with my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I walked, have they privily laid a snare for me. I looked on my right hand and beheld, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. And that is, that is the reality of leadership. And in ministry, Paul, when he was talking uh, to, the, to Timothy, he was saying, take heed unto thyself. Guard uh, your soul. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Uh, it's that soul care, but also unto the truth. You've got to stay true to truth. Amen. Stay true to truth. Uh, that, that is what uh, makes us uh, different from many of the other ministries around uh, the area. Uh, it, it's, it, it, and many er, other uh, false, uh, false uh, uh, churches and, and cults, uh, we've got to stay true to truth. And it's not Baptist truth, it's God's truth. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not a man's truth, it's God's truth. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. This is what we've got to stay true to, uh, the Word of God. So the doctrine. Uh, people uh, are trying to tweak and twist and change and rest, the Bible says, the Scriptures. And we've got to understand, we've got to stay true to truth, to the doctrine. So take heed unto thyself and to the doctrine. Keep guard on your own soul and keep guard. Walk guard on the truth. Don't let outside influences uh, cause you to change truth, even within the church. I'm going to look at Brother Stephen right now. Music, one of the major areas where everything tries to change. I'm so thankful that we've got a man that loves the Lord, and he's got his doctrine straight, and he doesn't, he doesn't uh, twist anything. I mean, we just finished singing a song up here, and uh, what a blessing. Uh, what was, what's the name of that song, the first song you guys sang? This blood. And uh, I said, what a blessing. He said, that'll be contemporary music any day. And absolutely it will. Why? Why? Because of truth. Because of doctrine that is there. And you got to stay, tr stay true to truth. Uh, don't let the pressure of the community, don't let the pressure of the people, don't let the pressure of trying to grow or to have more people, you've got to stay true to truth. There's only one person that you're going to stand before. And that's God. And with that, make sure you're staying true. Take heed uh, to thyself. Take heed to the doctrine. Continue in them. Uh, the word continue, meno, uh, to continue a certain state, a condition, or an activity to remain, stay, and reside, uh, to carry on. And we are to carry on the truth. We're not to change the truth. We're not to, to, to shift it to something different and hand somebody else something different than what 
what we receive, uh, you are supposed to take what you have been given and hand that same truth to the next generation. And so we've got to, uh, we've got to uh, carry that on. And then he says, save thyself and them. He said, he said, in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. The very people that will pressure you to change, you stay true to truth and you will help save them from error. You will help save them from going down a path of destruction. It'll keep you in line and it'll help those that hear you. That's why it's so important, all of us, to be able to receive truth. We need to be growing. Uh, the milk of the word isn't where we're supposed to stay. Let's get off the bottle and get away from the baby bottle. We've been saved for a while. We need to get in the book. We need to be able to grab a hold of meat. We need the doctrine, that teaching. And that teaching is what's going to help keep us where we need to be, to continue in them. And in doing so, uh, they both save thyself and them. So we need to neglect not, but then we've got to stir up. Stir up. Verse six, uh, 2 Timothy 1 and verse 6. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. And Paul, looking at Timothy, he was saying, you've got to stir it up in your own life. You know, a fire left to itself will go out. And if you do nothing to that fire, it will get cold. Growing up, we had a moved out to the country, and mom and dad, they got a wood stove. And with that wood stove, pops turned off all of the, the baseboard heaters in the house. And you could not turn on a baseboard heater. And I would wake up the next morning, in the morning during the winter, and I would have ice on the inside of my window. My room would be freezing. I would have, I don't know how many blankets on top of me trying to stay warm. And it was freezing inside the house. And the first one up had to go stir it up. First one had to go and try to get that fire going. And that fire, before you'd go to bed at night, you would bank that fire and you would turn that, uh, that damper down and try to remove the oxygen to where it would not burn fast. And by the time you got up, you'd, you'd open up that door and open up that damper and you'd start pulling a few embers together. You'd start putting some tinder in there, uh, some kindling in there, and pretty soon you'd see a little bit of fire start to come. And all of a sudden, it was a happy place. But you know what? When that fire is not, it's not stirred. It's cold. And you've got to stir it up. Nobody is going to stir you up but you. And you've got to know what it is. What, what is it that drives you? What things do you need to add into your life that help you to be stirred. And you've got to figure out yourself. As a leader, you have to lead. You can't lead from behind. You can't take people somewhere that you have not gone. 
and that where you are not. So you have to stir. The word stir there is to revitalize, to rekindle, just like a fire. Proverbs 26, 21 uh, tells us about as coals to burning coals and just that uh, the wood to fire. Uh, and we need to stir that, uh, stir that fire up and bring that wood together. Why? So there is a fire. Uh, so it continues to burn. And we have to, we have to gather the coals together and toss on some new ten- tender and add some breath. And blow on that, blow on those coals to bring some life to them. And with that, the gifts have to be stirred. The gifts of ministry have to be stirred. Think about it in all of our lives. The Christian life can get, it can get cold. Our zeal, our fervor, our love, our service, all of it, we can go through the motions but it doesn't mean that it is stirring us. And, and we need to be stirred. And of course, the, the leader, the pastor here, he said, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. So there will be times where you need to refresh. There will be times when you need to revitalize. There are times when you'll need to rekindle that fire of God in your life. Know who the encouragers are in your life. Know who the encouragers are. Don't discourage Haisha with all, all of ministry problems. If you discourage your encourager, you're in trouble. And so with that, be very cautious. But you have to know who those encouragers are. Know who the stabilizers are in your life. Who is it that keeps you grounded? Who is it that helps you when things are a little shaky in your own life? The Bible says in Proverbs 27, 17, uh, iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friends. And so uh, rekindle that fire, and, uh, and you've got to be aware of that. Uh, you've got to stir that up. Uh, there, are, there are places uh, that stir you up. You need to know where those places are. Uh, there are uh, maybe special verses that stir you up. Uh, you, you've got to get to those verses. You, know, you got to know what you need. Uh, it's, it's like self-medication. You got to figure out what's going on. You go to the doctor. I go to my doctor, and he always wants to give me amoxicillin. Amoxicillin doesn't do anything for me. He said, well, we'll try this first. I said, no, we won't. It doesn't work for me. I said, you give me amoxicillin, I'll take it for the next 10 days, and then I come back and give you another 165 bucks. I said, the only person that wins here is you. I said, give me a Z-Pack, I know what works for me. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll go with the Z-Pack. But you've got to figure out what works for you. And you've got to know what's going on in your own, your own life and, and what, what helps you. Uh, but most of all, uh, you have to have some special places where you, you get alone with God and you allow Him to stir you. So we've got to stir it up. Think about 1 Kings, and we're not going to go there for time's sake, uh, but 1 Kings 19, and we see how... Uh, Elijah got to a bad place, and it was in the cave that God came and uh, spoke to him and got him back out of the cave. What doest thou here, Elijah? 
What are you doing here? Now it's time to get going, get moving. And, and, and we've got to stir, but we have to have a place to meet with God because discouragement will come and do, disillusionment will come and despair will come. But you can't neglect the gift that's in you. You, can, you have to stir up uh, that gift and allow God to use you so you can serve Him. We're going to have a time of where we, we uh, call our faithful men forward and we're going to have a time of prayer here in just a second. And with that, I want if you've got children in the nursery, I want you to go get them at this point so nobody misses this uh, part of the service. And so go ahead and grab them if you would. And then we are going to have uh, a time of, uh, of a laying on of hands. So uh, we will have our faithful men. If I can get you to come and come up here on this side over here. All right. Brother, Brother Jewel is going to stay. So, all right. So if I can get our faithful men over here. And then uh, let's see here, Miss Haisha. I'm going to have you come over on this side. And if you will just kneel. And Brother Sonny, I'm going to have you come over here on this side. And if you will kneel. And we are going to have uh, the faithful men, their wives are going to, uh, the faithful, the ladies of the faithful men, just right there is fine. And so they are going to pray uh, over you. And so the laying on of the hands and prayer. And so we are going to do that. So if I can get just a little bit of music at this point. And so... Uh, Let's see. So we will have our ladies go ahead and gather over on this side. And faithful men, uh, let me go ahead and have you go ahead and start. And we'll just pray one by one, laying on of hands and praying for uh, Brother Havens. And the same thing here, just one by one.
you would put your hedge of protection around Brother Sonny and Miss Aisha. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would anoint and fill and empower this man, God, with all the the help that he needs. I pray that you would fill him, Lord, with your power and spirit. And then, Lord, I pray that you would give him the love uh, that uh, the people will need. And, God, that you would give him the grace and the help and the compassion uh, to be able to serve and to come alongside those that he will be serving. I pray, God, that you would protect him from being lifted up. And, Lord, I pray that you would just help him to recognize his great need for you. And then, Lord, I pray that you give him boldness as he uh, moves forward and preaches the word of God. I pray that he would uh, stand with boldness and not, not allow the pressures uh, that take place in this world to cause him to change. Uh, but, God, give him power, please, and confidence and trust in you. And then, Lord, we pray that you would just give him fruit. Uh, help, Lord, the, the preaching and the teaching of the Word of God to uh, ring true in the lives of people. And may uh, men and women and boys and girls come to a saving knowledge of Christ. May families be put back together. May uh, uh, people be reached. And, Lord, may you just be glorified by everything that is done. And so, Father, we come uh, seeking your hand uh, seeking your touch on this man's life. And so I pray that you would bless in a very special way. And Lord, I pray that you'd convey our love to this couple and help them, Lord, to just sense and to know that they are not by themselves. Uh, and so I pray, God, that you'd bless them, please, in a special way. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. 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 What a blessing. You are just a part of something special. Don't take that, don't take it for granted. And what, what a blessing. Thankful for this couple. And we are excited to see what God is going to continue to use you to accomplish. And it's going to be about him. And uh, he, will, he will be with you. He will not leave you out there by yourself. And so what a blessing. All right, well, we are going to have a fellowship, and so we're going to run over to the educational building and have some time of fellowship, and did we not do the offering? Okay, all right, I was just, all of a sudden, I saw offering plate, I'm like, I think we did that already? All right, okay, so we are going to have a fellowship, we are going to go over to the other side, and so we'll do our fellowshipping over there, so head that direction, and let's go ahead and stand together, and we will pray, close uh, our service tonight. And Father, we are so thankful for the blessings you have given to us. I do pray that you would just uh, help us, Lord, to recognize uh, what a blessing that this is, and Lord, thank you for be letting us be a part. 
I pray that you continue to watch over this couple. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.